Welcome to the Call of the Road podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Slayball, and this is my podcast where I have people on to tell stories about motorcycles. Uh, it could be motorcycles in their lives, anything motorcycle related, really. And this week, my guest is Rex Covington. Uh, I, I found Rex on uh, YouTube. He goes by Lone Star Rider on there. Uh, so he's from Texas, as his name suggests. And he's currently out on a long road trip uh, to raise money and awareness for diabetes. Um, he actually has, he lost a loved one to diabetes uh, a few years back. Uh, just a really powerful story. And uh, which has led to him uh, going on this current uh, trip and mission. So I'm excited for you to meet him. So I'm here with Rex Cummington. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Rex. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. So tell us a little bit about your, you're located in Texas and Rex goes by uh, Lone Star uh, Rider and he's, I came across him on YouTube and he has some really incredible motorcycle journeys. So just start off by, by introducing, uh, introducing yourself. Sure. Um, my name's Rex Covington. I'm a retired fireman paramedic. I've been riding since I was a little kid uh, from many bikes on up. Uh, I really didn't discover traveling on a motorcycle until about 10 years ago. Um, otherwise, it was just a... Uh, means of way of getting back and forth to wherever I was going. Uh, when I discovered the traveling part of it, I, <laughs> I got hooked quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And so what was, um, was the first trip that really kind of got you, got you hooked into traveling by motorcycle? My first trip was, I was headed out to, uh, Phoenix, Arizona for a conference. And I thought I'd mix in a, a ride, uh, add on a couple of weeks for it. And I, I rode out to the conference, uh, early and I was hitting all these gorgeous places, national parks and other stuff like that. And the funny thing about that was, is I have this picture of me with uh, a Hawaiian shirt and I certainly didn't know how to dress <laughs> um, <laughs> and all kinds of equipment on the back of the, uh, the bike well, at the time it was a um, Royal Star Venture, a 1999 model, mm -hmm. and I I sent over two thirds of that stuff back in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, ended up going over to the Grand Canyon on that trip and uh, Sedona, which I actually fe fell in love with Sedona. It is gorgeous out there. I ran into a rainstorm when I was over at a. Uh, the Grand Canyon, and I did not have one piece of rain gear with me on that trip until after that, two days of that, and uh, the stuff that I bought still didn't work out. Uh, so you learn a lot when you, you hit your first trip and you don't ask anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I remember those days. Um, that's how I was with heated gear. Is like, because I know some people say heated gear is a cop out, but I, I, you get to a point where you're, if you get cold enough on a bike riding somewhere and you got to be somewhere, you're just, you're willing to pay any amount of money to get warm again. So <laughs> absolutely, I remember I was drinking hot chocolate at every stop gas station I saw. <laughs> yep. Soaking. Oh man. So fast forward to 
today and um you you've been doing some some cool trips i as uh, poking around on your youtube channel um what are some recent ones of memory uh that have been memorable for you um usually i'm on my trips by myself uh the last trip i took was two years ago and it was a uh, a large loop around through uh through New Mexico, Arizona, then up to uh, uh, Wyoming, through Yellowstone, and then uh, we went over to Sturgis, and that was the first time I ever uh, went to Sturgis during the rally. I've been there before and after, which I kind of like before and after than going during the rally because it's just incredibly crowded. Uh, and then circling the back round, and that one trip with my girlfriend was really pretty cool um, having a passenger for that but the really cool thing about that trip is that I met a lot of my followers on that trip I stopped and said hello to over at least 20 different people that follow me on YouTube and stuff like that and that was just incredible meeting these people wow well, yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, it kind of makes it makes it more real, I guess, when you meet meet somebody that has has followed along with your with your travels, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And that was the first time that that actually happened. And actually, running into people that watch my uh, my videos and I, I've never even seen before too, which happened a couple of times on that trip, which kind of makes you feel good. Yeah, yeah, it makes you feel like. It's kind of worthwhile, like, you know, that someone, someone's enjoying it, you know, besides just putting it out there, I guess. Yeah. Right. And the reason I started that stuff on YouTube and stuff was for my friends and family. That was uh, the only reason I did that. So they would know because I was kind of like doing a daily blog. So they would know where I was at and everything was okay. And then you realize you have all these people who subscribe and follow. It's kind of crazy. Sure. So talk a little bit about the current um, trip you're on. You've kind of got a, got a, I almost say mission uh, with, with, with your current trip. Is that right? Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I'm, I'll tell the, the short story here. Uh, about 13 years ago, <clears throat> my, uh, my son was diagnosed with uh, uh, diabetes type one and uh, it was, a big surprise to us and and then as the years passed about three years ago a little over three years ago uh, my son uh, blacked out and he died in a fiery car crash uh, and you know when you things like that happen you you think is there anything I could have done you know could prevent him from dying and stuff like that and you realize that you, you can't so what I did realize is that I could help other people with the same situation. And I had this uh, dream last January that I was riding around the country, raising awareness and collecting funds for uh, up to up funds for $90,000. And I started pursuing that and then it became a reality. And uh, I've already collected over $4,000 and I'm pretty sure I'm going to collect it all, which uh, is really cool. And I'm stopping at rallies, festivals, events, and stuff like that. Anybody that will let me 
stop and share my story. Yeah. And that, that's incredible. And, and do you have like a set route that you're, that you're heading out on that, that people can check out or is it going to kind of be just um, kind of where, where the, the spirit takes you or. Well, uh, yes and no. Uh, I have a tentative route. There are locations that uh, I have a booth or a space that um, people are allowing me to tell the story at. So I do have a tentative route. Um, and I have places that I want to be at that I don't have a place to tell my story yet. The, that is on my website, the tentative route. Uh, also, there's a link there that says where the hell is Lone Star Rider, and it shows my current location. And uh, you can actually see that on LoneStarRider.com. Nice. That's really cool. So some of the, um, talk about some of the places. So you, you've begun this journey already. Is that correct? That is correct. Cool. And so talk about some of the places that you've, uh, seen and uh, experienced so far. What was some of the highlights been so far? Okay. Uh, in the last three weeks, I started three weeks ago and I started mm -hmm. a, a week late, uh, for different reasons, but uh, I went up to uh, Ohio, Willow, Willoughby, Ohio. That was my uh, first destination, and I just went straight there. There wasn't any uh, particular stops. And what I did is I went up there to pick up a small teardrop trailer that I'm towing behind me. And there's two reasons that I've got this small teardrop trailer that I'm pulling with a motorcycle is to, one, sleep in. That's basically all it is, and it's a rolling billboard. And, and actually, the first day when I picked it up and I was pulling it, I hated it. <laughs> I was going, I don't know if I could do this with this trailer. And uh, just had all kinds of things going through my head. And I was taking my time coming back. And after the first day and then when I got on it the second day, it became easier and easier. I just had to uh, learn that it was there and respect the trailer. I uh, stopped at uh, this distillery, which is called Buffalo Trace, which is one, one of the oldest uh, distilleries in the country, mm -hmm. and was allowed to stay open during Prohibition for medical reasons. And I got to tell my story there, which was really cool, and uh, actually got some support from the uh, distillery there. And uh, when I left there, I... My motorcycle actually broke down in the middle of Tennessee, oh, no. and the uh, motorcycle shop Bumpus in Memphis took care of me. I just give them a quick little shout out. So if you're in Memphis, go check out Bumpus uh, Harley Davidson. Um, they fixed the motorcycle when it was cheap and stuff like that, but it put me back a couple more days of uh, not being able to get out and stuff like that. One of the other uh, neat places I stopped at was a state park in Kentucky called Bone Lick. If you're ever in Kentucky, you should stop there. And also what I found out on this ride pulling that trailer, I met tons of terrific people. So the uh, rolling billboard is kind of working. Nice. nice. Yeah, it's kind of a, a way to introduce yourself to people, you know, without... Um... Yeah, it kind of starts it starts that conversation. Absolutely, and I wished I had a dollar every time somebody asked me, "Do you sleep in that?" 
<laughs> yeah. Is it what's is it comfy? Is it pretty comfy so far? Yeah, it is comfy. I've got a little four inch memory foam mattress in it and it'll fit two people, but it's that's it. You can't do much mm -hmm. else with it. Uh, so I don't have to throw up a tent or a hammock that I typically do when I uh, ride. I, if I can throw up a hammock and sleep in it, I would much rather do that. Um, mm. I'm a big hammock camper. Nice. Nice. Where's, where's your favorite place you've, uh, slept in a hammock with the bike? My favorite place. That's a hard one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I could say Sedona, uh, but. There was a, I was on, I don't remember which city I was in or which state. No, I went, that state was was California, but I don't remember which city I was in. Uh, but there was a state park there that I threw my hammock out. And then there was this big cliff there, you know, where you'd have to go down to the beach. But I threw my hammock up there and it was right next to the ocean. It was just awesome waking up to and seeing that. Hmm. Wow. Did you get the, did you kind of get the layer of salt? air you know on you in the, in the morning and sleeping out there yeah just a little bit um uh, being up higher on the cliff it wasn't as much as you would think it would be hmm. you certainly didn't take a step off of that cliff <laughs> no no sleepwalking in that on that one <laughs> and that was kind of strange for a state park to be that way but that's the way they had it so yeah that's pretty cool yeah. Yeah. I've done some, some tent camping along the, um, the ocean, you know, via the, the bike. And, and it's like, that is one of the coolest things to be able to, to kind of look out your tent door, or, you know, wake up in the morning and have the ocean right there and just have kind of like that soundtrack to, you know, you don't need a white noise machine. You have the real thing <laughs> right beside you. So, yeah. Yeah. It is, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if yeah. wake up and you're looking at all these mountains and, uh, especially over by the Tetons mountains. That's uh, one of my favorite national parks, by the way, is the uh, Teton national park. It is just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. That, that ride from, did you go up into to Yellowstone as well? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've done that like almost five times now. Yeah. Five times. Uh, because I love Teton national park. It's just one of my favorite parks. Yeah. Yeah. What keeps you going back? Uh, I guess uh, the views, for sure, number one, uh, I'm a big photographer. I take thousands of photos a week. Uh, that and also the, the fresh air and just, it's just, it feels clean. Uh, I don't know if that's a good way to describe it. Uh, and there's so much there to explore and, uh, and hike around and look. It's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the cool things. I, the, the national parks here in the u.s it's 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 really one of the special treasures that um i feel like we have in in our country is is just kind of the preservation of those and and the you know they're there for the enjoyment of, of you know anybody um who, who comes comes in and, and to just kind of connect with nature and you know connect with some really cool you know stuff like like it always reminds me of like the geysers and the um, I forget, like all the geothermal stuff in Yellowstone, it's just, it's, it's unlike anything else that I've, I've seen, you know, anywhere. And it's, it's cool that they still, and I hope they continue to <laughs> preserve, preserve it in, in the national parks and keep them open for people. Yeah. I do too. And here's a, a good tip, buy a national park pass card. Um, it'll save you some money. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember. Um, that's that's an awesome tip, yeah. Because I think I forget what admission to Yellowstone is now, but if you go in, usually at least like two, two or two or three parks. By the time you visit two or three parks, you've paid for the pass. And um, oh yeah, absolutely. I just renewed my park pass yeah. and my tech state pass too. Uh, it definitely saves you money. Nice, nice. Uh, how how is the riding in Texas? By the way, I've heard I've heard good stuff about the hill country down there. Well, if you come down here and ride, a lot of people make the mistake of just going up through the panhandle and not uh, doing anything because it's not real exciting up there. But if you go down to the Texas Hill Country, down uh, west of uh, San Antonio and Austin, mm -hmm. uh, there is some awesome riding there. And it, before I was on this trip, I always go, go out there at least twice a year uh there's there's cities out there like wimberley bandera lakey uh, utopia all that area out there is just fantastic riding and you can do a lot of uh motorcycle camping if you want to you can stop stay in hotels um resorts whatever it is just absolutely gorgeous out there nice nice well, cool. Well, thanks, Rex, for, for being on the podcast. Uh, where can people find you on online? I know you mentioned YouTube. Um, where, what are the, the websites and, and what's your um, your name uh, on YouTube and such? Right. Uh, my uh, blog site is LoneStarRider.com. It will take you everywhere else. If you want to go straight to my YouTube site, it's uh, LoneStarRider.tv. And if you do, please subscribe. And if you want to make a donation for uh, my, which is called Writing for a Cure, um, you can go to writingforacure.com and it will take you to my American Diabetes Association website and all that money goes straight to, none of that goes to me. Nice, nice. Very cool. Well, thanks thanks again. And um, yeah, safe travels on your, your up, upcoming trip. It sounds like it's, it's going to be an incredible time. Thanks for having me on. This was great. I enjoyed it. Well, that's this week's episode. Uh, Rex is currently in West Virginia. He uh, broke down for a minute, so he's in the process of sourcing parts and uh, whatnot there. He's staying with a friend. Uh, but if you go to, I'll put this in show notes, he actually had a, there's a local news station there in Barbersville, West Virginia, that picked up his story and r ran a really nice spot. They did a really nice job with it and kind of, told the story and there's a lot of cool pictures um of his son and uh from his uh, journeys in that news spot so i'll put a link to that news story in the show notes which i i do show notes every week for these episodes if you go to the call of the slash podcasts that's podcast with an s plural um and you can see the show notes there and you can see the link to that news story uh which is really cool um, and you can see and hear uh, Rex and plus his, his YouTube channel is also a great place um, to kind of if you want to dig back through a lot of the, the videos there's a really cool video of him visiting the distillery on there that he talked about um, so that's Lone Star Rider on YouTube and you can go there and check them out so thanks again for listening uh, you can always reach me at the call of the road at gmail.com if you want to send me a note say hello shoot me a question uh, tell me where you're listening from <laughs> I had a uh, someone recently told me they uh, listened to a bunch of episodes on an airplane ride, which I thought was pretty cool. 
So, yeah, that wraps up this week. Um, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, uh, Google Play, any of those places. And if you wouldn't mind taking 30 seconds out of your day to um, just click a few stars if you like the, uh, the podcast or write a quick review, um, that really helps the podcast out and helps other people find the podcast. So thanks again. And until next time, see you down the road. Yeah.